0: Welcome back to another episode of what the fuck you guys I had a whole beautiful morning planned out to record this episode I record these episodes on my rest days from the gym so that I have ample time to just sit down record not feel rushed like I'm doing a million things in the morning And I was like, okay, the night before I'm going to wake up at 6.30. I'm going to make my house so cozy and so fun and so nice and light all my candles and clean my room and do my dishes and feel like I can sit down and record in a space where I feel so comfortable and relaxed. Mm -hmm. So universe had different plans. I didn't hear my uh, 74 alarms that I set. I woke up way later than I anticipated and would have liked to wake up. I woke up with a little rash on my chin, so I'm like, "That's so weird. What are you doing here? Um, I'm really busy today. Please go away." And um, I feel like I am recording this from from my a fucking graveyard because I'm so tired and I feel like I just got hit by a bus. So did not go as planned. Did not go as planned. But I'm here, and I'm actually so stoked to be recording this episode. This is a topic that I'm so passionate about, that I love to talk about, that if you're talking, if you know me, you know that I've literally brought the subject up a gazillion times as if I've never talked about it before, Um, and I'm so stoked to just share my thoughts with you guys. Like, there's no really end goal of this. Uh, There's no action items that you guys can do to, like, improve your life after you listen to this episode. It's just, like, here are my thoughts, okay? Agree or disagree? I don't give a shit. But... So I studied neuroscience and anthropology in college. I fucking love these subjects. Like I bought a neuroscience textbook for no reason. Like I just bought one and shipped it to my house just like recently. And it's just like, cool, I'm going to learn about pathways for no reason. And I really loved the two subjects side by side because like I'd basically go from one anthropology class to a neuroscience class every single day and it was amazing. So you get like this nature and nurture side of these two topics. You go to neuroscience class and you're sitting there and you're learning about basically how we are hardwired in certain ways to just be who we are. Like this is just the neuropathways, this is just what's happening. These are the parts of the brain. Like this can explain a lot of reasons behind behavior or behind personality or behind anger or temperament issues. Like everything can kind of be deduced down to parts of the brain. And then you go to anthropology class and you're learning about Um, culture and how culture has a huge influence on thought and perception and how certain genes or certain pathways are expressed and strengthened by your culture. Because obviously we're all born with the same, for the most part, uh, brain function and brain activity and neural networks. And then as we gain stimulation as we have communication with people as we learn to walk and talk we're also learning about the world around us and how that shapes our perception or reality or or knowledge about the environment that we live in and obviously this differs wherever you are. Like if you're raised in India or if you're raised in in New York, even New York versus California, <laughs> we all know that there's a big difference between those two. Um, New York and Texas or California and Texas or all of these different states, you have different perceptions about the world and environment that you live in. And oftentimes we get so stuck in, 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 our own realities, like, our own perceptions of the environment that we grow up in, that that becomes our definition for life. Like, that is all we kind of know and know how to conceptualize. So we apply that knowledge to other situations to gain a better understanding about the world around us. Like, that's all we're trying to do is process information based off of the knowledge that we have. And I think about this all the time. Like, when I am, I'll ask people, Like, I'll ask people, like, hey, if you're walking around in a Target, what are you thinking about? And people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, what the fuck are you thinking about? Like, are you thinking about your grocery list? Are you thinking about your plans for the day? Are you thinking about, like, your dreams, your goals? What are you thinking about? And most people say, like, yeah, I'm just thinking about, like, myself or what I have to buy. If I'm walking around a Target... I am watching everybody like a fucking psycho. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like analyzing behavior. I'm like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about? What are you going through? Like, I'm fascinated with understanding different people and different people's like perspectives and, and why they have formulated those perspectives on the world around them. And that's all I'm, I'm thinking about. It's like other people and trying to gather that information to better understand humanity, which I think is not, after talking to quite a few people, it's not really a common way of thinking, but I think that's why... I'm really good at my job. And for those of you that don't know, I am head of customer experience at ASRV Sportswear. So it really helps me try to understand people and what do you need? And how can I provide a solution to you based off of you as an individual person? Because the solution I provide you is not the same as the solution that I provide somebody else, because we're all different people and we all expect different outcomes to certain situations. So that's what I'm constantly thinking about and and with this thought process, I always like to think, like, could we have changed the outcome based off of our our neural networks? Like, I often think about the fact of, like, a psychopath. If a psychopath is in prison and is is in there for life for, obviously, being a ser- serial killer or or murderer or whatever the case may be, something really heinous, could they have done anything differently. Is that their fault? Like if we're looking at like strictly brain structures and we're looking at, there is a clear fault in this person's brain chemistry or, or sizing of certain regions of the brain where certain connections are genuinely not happening connections that provide other people with empathy and with compassion that this person is not experiencing. Is that their fault? but then that's why it's so fascinating because you then you bring in culture into play. How did this person grow up? What was their upbringing like? What was their environment with their with their family like? And then that further poses the question, well, if they're living in an abusive environment and they already have this predisposition to have more of psychopathic tendencies, again, is it their fault? Which is a really difficult obviously like question to to ask like nobody nobody has the answer to that. But then you ask yourself, like, does this person deserve to be in prison? Or do we try to rehabilitate these people? So that's where my mind goes, like, all the time, okay? Um, all the time. That's <laughs> all I'm thinking about is like how people perceive the world around them based off of their experiences. And then I like to analyze society a lot. Guys, I sound like a fucking dweeb right now, but I don't give a shit. So, like, we are put into certain societies. We are without a choice. Like we are just born like without signing a fucking consent form. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't sign up for this weird bullshit. Okay. I'm confused. And now you're making me pay all this money that I don't even want to pay for. And you're taking all money, these, this money from my taxes that I also, again, don't want to pay for and don't know what it's going to. So I'm basically forced into a system, and everybody can say, you're not forced into anything. You can do whatever you want. Freedom. No, not true. So anyway, no matter where you are in the world, you are born into a system. And you are forced to learn about how to navigate your reality within the confines of this system to make yourself have the most uh the most beautiful life that you can within these. Quote unquote restrictions. And from this societal pressure or laws or cultural society, like, I don't even know how to formulate this, certain I think also society and culture kind of go hand in hand because you have some sort of culture that, that comes from the society that you're living in um, and expectations from that society. So we all kind of generate, again, we have, we have the neuroscience aspect and then we have the cultural aspect from like our backgrounds or our ethnic backgrounds or religious backgrounds, and then you have society. So all of these things are contributing to how you perceive the world. And yet people don't really take the time to dissect the fact that we all are given all of these different things, no matter where we are in the world, and that is what shapes our perception. So if we're talking to somebody from a background that is extremely different from ours, People typically tend to get really upset and defensive and seem to put that other person down or that other culture down or that other religion down for something that they can't really understand or conceptualize because that's not something that they experienced in their life. And this lack of understanding to kind of basically agree to disagree with somebody else's kind of upbringing without bringing conflict into it is something that is, I think, lackluster In all societies like that is something that we all kind of share where we can't really if we can't understand something we ridicule it or we mock it because if you think back to like evolutionary times this is technically considered a threat but because we have completely changed society and we've basically created for the most part. A society where we don't have to worry about shelter for the most part. We don't have to worry about food or water for the most part. And, and these basic human needs, our perception on survival is very skewed. Like we don't, for the most part, again, we don't have to worry about our lives. Like the majority of people don't have to worry about their lives on a daily basis, which it is so sad that some people in this world do have to worry about their lives on a daily basis. But for the majority, we don't. So then we have this very skewed perception of what actually threatens our survival, which is uh, something that that questions our religion, questions our beliefs, questions our cultural upbringings or or our ethnic backgrounds, something that threatens our being or us as a person. And we, we I feel like, at least within my surroundings or the people that I've encountered, it's really difficult for people to put themselves in someone else's position and say, well, you probably grew up very differently than I do, which is why you have these very conflicting beliefs. And while I don't agree with you, let's try to come to some sort of conclusion and have a very mature and understanding conversation about the fact that we both grew up differently. And let's try to figure something out where we can both at least see eye to eye. We don't have to agree, but we can communicate. And I think oftentimes these, this communication turns into anger or violence and nobody really tries to understand something, something different, like something different than what we are. So yeah, I think about this shit all the fucking time, like nonstop wherever I am. And I think this kind of mentality brings you more patience for the world. Like I also ask this scenario too, if I'm in a 7-Eleven and some bitch is going off, like just just irrationally going off and then they turn to me and start insulting me, how would I react? And I asked that to people and most people were like, oh hell no, you don't fucking insult me, like I will insult you back. And my mentality is like, why? Like why would I want to work myself up over a stranger that is clearly, if you kind of have this, this emotional intelligence to think, this person is clearly going off irrationally and there's no... Like, why would I add fuel to the fire and make the situation way worse? Like, why would I encourage this kind of behavior? So let me take a step back and not engage or just say, are you okay? Like to have somebody so enraged that they just wreak havoc wherever they are. It's like, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what has just happened. I don't know if you just lost somebody in your family. I don't know if your daughter committed suicide. I don't know if something so traumatic has happened in your life to bring you to this point of just pure rage. So do I involve myself in a situation where somebody is so out of touch or do I try to understand that while this behavior is not okay and while these insults are not okay, I'm not going to engage in it. and I'm going to try to bring it back and say, hey, I don't appreciate that you said that to me, but are you okay? Like, do you need help? And I think that this kind of mentality is, is not common nowadays. I think everybody kind of has this, this, inward perception of themselves within every situation. And and we seem to take things very personally. Like most people take things extremely personally, but things aren't personal. They are just projections of other people's experiences and other people's traumas that they are just throwing onto other people. And if you can learn to recognize that, the world seems to be not as shitty of a place, especially considering the fact that None of us chose to be here. None of us chose to go through the traumas that we went through. None of us chose to pay three times the fucking rent when we only make probably half the amount of uh, required salary for this and then we have to pay like a zillion dollars for gas to go down the fucking street. What is this? So I think if we harness a little bit more compassion and a little bit more kindness and understanding about the fact that we're all people, we didn't choose the color of our skin, we didn't choose a lot of things about our lives. I didn't choose to wake up with this fucking rash on my face. Okay. I didn't choose that because if I could have opted out, yeah, I would have opted out. And to understand that some things just, you know, we just are who we are and to not ridicule or make fun of other people for having different beliefs or understandings or perceptions will make everybody way more understanding and way more fucking calm. Like way more calm. Like even when they're like with this political, when we have like, uh, what's it called? The pol- what is this bullshit called? When we're voting for the dumbass president? That first of all, don't even get me started. But anyway, when this whole fucking clown charade show comes on the news, everyone's like fighting about who is right and who is wrong. Like first of all. No one can prove who is right and who is wrong. That's your opinion versus someone else's opinion. So how about you shut the fuck up and you listen? Listen to somebody else. The only way to grow and learn and gain a better understanding about the world around you is sh- to shut the fuck up and listen to someone else's perspective. Again, you don't have to agree, but it does help you to at least understand other people and where they're coming from and without, without causing so much turmoil Like, what is this? I don't understand all of this hatred that people have towards other people for just believing something differently. Like it blows my mind. Even like, this is a perfect, this is a perfect actually timing for this. Like it's, it's pride month. Like the fact that we even have something called pride month to prove that people of the same sex can, can get married and, and and have love is so crazy to me. Like, why is that even a thing? Like, it should be so normalized that it's just like, oh, you like that person? Cool. We are all going to die, you guys. Like, I think people, when we get so caught up in this kind of hamster wheel of society and like the things that we have to do and the jobs that we have to do and the money we have to make and the status we have to uphold, we forget about our own immortality. We forget about the fact that we're going to die. And so we just, why are we imposing all of these laws and rules and like, you can't get an abortion and you can't marry this person and you can't do this. It's like, who gives a flying fuck? And also who are you to tell me what I can do with my life because I'm going to die one day. So if I want to do this and it's not harming anybody, then I'm going to do this. Thanks. Fuck off. So that's just like mind boggling to me that we even need to have something called pride month to, to prove that this is something that should be accepted. Like that is, I can't even like wrap my head around that. Like if you want to live your life and you're not again, causing harm to anybody else. Great. I don't give a flying fuck. And if you're happy, amazing. And I don't know if we just don't think about this fact. Like if other people are happy, they're probably projecting happy, positive energy. So why are we trying to inhibit someone else's happiness and joy and cause more turmoil, makes no sense. But again, it's because people don't have an understanding of someone else's perception and something different causes a threat to that person's ego or survival or, or they a threat to their perception of the world and everything that they thought was true growing up. But again, we just choose to listen and understand that you want to marry someone. I don't care. You want to have an abortion and it's not affecting you and you're not too far along in your term great. If that's going to help your life and make sure that your child does not live uh, in a really shitty environment when you're not ready to have a baby. Sure. Because I don't know if you guys notice, but there's a lot of babies being born in, in places where people can either afford it or there's not a good education. And then these children end up going into gangs or getting into drugs or like, come on, you guys, it's like, it's not rocket science here. It's a very clear path of what the fuck can happen if we just don't nip things in the bud. So, um, yeah, I think I just went on a rant, but anyway, I'm going to quote a very profound man. His name is Albus Dumbledore. And if you don't know this man, I need you to, I will block you. Okay. You will be consider yourself blocked. Okay. So it goes, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. So that quote, you may be asking yourself, "What the fuck does that have to do with anything that you just said?" Well, young plebes, I will explain it to you. I think that, like I said, we get stuck on this hamster wheel of life. We are just kind of rolling around this dumbass thing, trying to figure out how we're going to make enough money, and trying to figure out how we can support ourselves and our families, how we can be there for the people that we love, how we can make sure that you know we're, we're abiding by the certain laws, and 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 you know, maybe sticking to your religion or whatever, whatever the case may be, you're stuck in these confines and we're just running around chasing our own tails, trying to figure out like, especially, uh, I'm in LA, like I said, in my last episode, you guys, I love the fact that LA has, um, a lot of history and I love the fact that LA has a lot of live music and that there's always something fun to do in this city. Like there's always live music Monday through Sunday. There's amazing food here and um yeah. But when I talk to people here compared to where I'm from in San Diego, it's like a different world. It's like the first thing people say is they bring up influencers or celebrities or climbing to the top or making it. And it's just like it's mind boggling to me to see how many people are stuck in this hamster wheel where their identity depends on some sort of success or their attachment to either somebody that's a celebrity or an influencer to have that person gain more credibility, which is crazy. So that's why this this quote comes into play. It's like, it does not dwell... It is not due to dwell on dreams and forget to live. It's like with all of this that's happening with everything that we perceive about ourselves and about the world around us, we get stuck trying to chase a dream so much so that we forget about, I think, humanity a lot of the times. I think we forget about how we treat other people. I think we forget about Understanding other people, so that we can make it, so that we can be successful, so that our like us or you as an individual person can succeed and and can kind of tear people down in the process. But don't lose yourself. Don't lose who you are at your core. Don't lose your core values. Like the the amount of people here that talk about plastic surgery or or injections or are you going to get Botox? It's like if you want to get that stuff again. I don't care. If that makes you happy, go do it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna judge you for it. But it's it's again this part of this deep-rooted issue where we're trying to be people that we're not. We're trying to chase a beauty standard that doesn't exist. We're trying to to, to fit within the confines of society that doesn't actually benefit who we are as people and, and who we could be as people if we were just focused on living true authentic lives while also learning how to be kind and compassionate to those around us and understanding that those two things together will create in itself a better environment for everybody. People who spew negativity are, are either insecure or have really difficult lives and they don't know how to see the positive but if they are feeling confident about themselves and they feel like they're living in a society or an environment where they can freely be themselves without judgment they won't spew as much negativity like like am i a mathematician did i just solve a fucking formula come on you guys like this is like basic shit okay um anyway I, again, like I said, in this beginning of this episode, there's no end goal here. This is just to me to talk about something that I'm so passionate about that a lot of things that I learn about life as I get older, I just cannot wrap my head around the fact that there's so much hatred or so much turmoil or, or so much judgment. Like that's so wild to me to judge somebody else that didn't choose to be born. That's just born and trying to survive and live their best life. And while that may not look like the best life that you want to live, It doesn't mean that it's wrong as long as they're not harming anyone. Then you do you bitch. I don't give a shit. So that's all I have to say for this episode. And you know what? You know what? I feel good. I feel good sharing this bullshit. And I hope that this either is thought provoking or you know what? Even better. If you listen to this episode and you say you're so wrong and you suck for this and this doesn't make any sense, I am all ears because you know what? I would love to have a conversation with you and understand your perception and your perspective on all of this hoo ha shit. So, yeah, anyway, don't forget to live your fucking life. Don't forget to enjoy your life. Uh, Do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not harming anybody and have a good fucking time. And don't forget about the fact that we are gonna die. You're gonna die. I'm gonna die. I think about death a lot and I, I'm gonna do a whole episode on death because I think it's fascinating and not something to be feared. Um, I watch a lot of dark shows so this really I have a I have a whole new fucking rant on death. Stay the fuck tuned you spooky ass bitches can't wait but yeah anyway. I think, like, we're so scared of death, too, like, just a little precursor, that we don't think about it and we get lost in distractions with social media and, like, dreams and goals and fucking... All this shit that is actually a distraction of our immortality. But when you can actually face it and say, like, I'm going to die one day. Is this the life that I want to live? Am I living a life that I genuinely want to live? Or am I living a life that fucking Joe Byron wants me to fucking live? Like, who are you living for? You or somebody else? You or the society that you you you're born into, you or your perception on your childhood, like change those perceptions. Be open, be open minded, be willing to listen, to learn, to understand, and and to invite conflicting views into your life in order to gain a different color in this world. We can see something a little bit differently, and who knows, maybe that conflicting opinion actually changes your perception in a positive way. Whoa, who would a fucking thunk? Okay. And with that, my friends, I have to get ready for work. I have to um, put a band-aid over my entire face. So, yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna endure it. I'm just gonna go onto the world looking like this and and being sad. But anyway, that's how I feel. Like sometimes people are just like, you know what? Own it. Own your imperfections. Own your flaws. Today, I don't fucking feel like doing that. I feel like hiding in a hole. So if my facial lady, Michelle, shout out to you. You're amazing. If you're listening to this, girl, we got a problem. And I will see you next week. And for all of you other people listening, I will also see you next week. So thanks for listening to me talk about either nothing or something either very interesting or fun. I don't know. But I feel like I got, uh, I feel like this was productive. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys have a great fucking rest of your day. And I will see you guys when I see you. (laughs)